Welcome to the Homeschooling Through High School podcast. We hope you will join us for a time that will inspire, support, challenge, and encourage you, our fellow homeschooling families, through the high school years. Join me, Becky Simpkins, as I get to sit down and chat with special guests that will bring a wide range of wisdom, experience, and stories to help you on your homeschooling journey. Welcome to part two of the Pursuit of Dreams and Passions as Joy Vanderly and I finish our conversation with Kristen Taylor about how to help the kids in our lives find and pursue their dreams and passions. There are families who can't do anything, any extracurricular, whether it's finances or logistics or anything like that. What advice would you give to those parents in helping their kids to pursue their dreams and passions when practically that is not available Mm -hmm. to the family to go and do lessons or be on a team or or something like that yeah i will always go back to books good living books that have great character building attributes Um, stirs creativity, imagination, like it just, it takes you as a mom or somebody else to start creating a story, creating a space, whether you have a tea party with them and you imagine or you create or you have, you make hats together or you have a friend over. Um, That's what we're doing in our class at Lighthouse is we're, we're coming up with an idea and we're writing it down on paper and making it specific we're creating a skit and we're taking it to the next level where we're putting it on stage we're working on our acting skills our singing whatever whatever your passion and dream is like it doesn't have to be in a I had to pay this much money to be under this person because they have the best title and they have the most uh experience in your homes you should start creating the atmosphere the place where they are comfortable to imagine, to dream, you're coming alongside like, well, what about this? Or what about that? And getting a ball, passing it back and forth. What is it, you know, how does the ball, like if you kick it off your foot this one direction, what does it do? It's just a trial and error thing that, you know, the kid starts to develop their what their own thoughts are are coming up with. And you just have to to start. You have to do something. But sitting back and saying, no, you can't do that until you're, you're this, or you don't really have that. But if it's in your heart, try it. Try it right where you are. One of the things I become sad over is when I hear kids ask to do something that is totally, totally feasible to do at home. Mm -hmm. But the lack of the scope of the imagination (laughs) of the parent says we don't have the money you can't do that Mm -hmm. and that breaks my heart because it's just as you said there are ways to pursue what you're interested in without having to spend money or a lot of money case in point uh, a family member and their kids um live out in the country. They don't have a lot of resources. And the girls wanted to learn gymnastics. 
So um, the dad grabbed what he had on the farm and made balance beams and bars. And Mm -hmm. they watched videos or they got books to learn about different things. And they became, they, they did amazingly well. Yeah. And that, I just need that sometimes as a reminder for myself of my imagination Mm -hmm. shouldn't limit exactly my kids because most likely they're all going to do something that I never imagined or Mm -hmm. dreamed about. A lot of us pursue things for our kids because we want to point at it and Mm -hmm. say, look at what my kid has done. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have a kid who's not doing anything visible and it's kind of discouraging. But who cares? Like, we need to get over ourselves sometimes, too. Yes. It's like, you can pursue gymnastics for fun. You don't have to be on a team. Right. You can pursue singing just for the joy of singing well in church or mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be team whatever. But at the same time, I also think... If you have the any ability to invest in your kids, yes, go for it because they are only home with you for a short time. Absolutely. It seems long right now, but it is so short. And what a beautiful privilege and honor it is to invest in our children. Uh, we've had to sacrifice to yeah. give our kids things, and it was totally worth it. Yes, I would. I don't regret it for one second. And your children sees that when you start seeing them for who they are and you make that sacrifice and that investment, that you find value in where you place your money or your time speaks, they're going to do that. If you model that, they are going to do that for somebody else. And that's what this our life is about is how can we help others? What can we do? See them as an individual and what let them know you value them. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's time. Sometimes it's, it's many different veins, but if they are seeing what brings life to someone else and they can pinpoint that and they place value on that, it speaks so much to that person. And if you're doing it for your child, like you just see them light up. You're like, what? They're like, you really would do that for me. I know how much you know, time or I know money is tight, but you're doing that for me. It just moves my heart. And I would do that. I would do that. But our kids can financially invest in themselves Mm -hmm. too. They can have some skin in the game. Mm -hmm. They, if they're pursuing something and it costs a lot of money and it's hard for your family, you know, if, if they have grandparents who give them money for birthday or Christmas or whatever, you could say, great, that will be perfect to put toward your lesson, whatever it may be. Or um, perhaps we need to find some ways for you to make money. Can you go ask the neighbor if you can rake their yard or do cleanup or whatever is appropriate for that child at that age, they should do it. You can pursue a, a sport or a drama or dance or the arts whatever and still work Mm -hmm. because again this is stuff for life Mm -hmm. and knowing how to work is not a skill that will ever go out of style or ever Mm -hmm. not serve you well and I know in our experience it definitely helped um, our kids to appreciate what they were doing 
so much more. Yes. So much more. Because even like uniforms or leotards and uh, dance shoes are so expensive and and recognizing I'm going for this. I love it. And I know how much it costs mm -hmm. just to help. And that really does also mitigate, I think, ungrateful attitudes. If they are complaining about going to a practice and you are like, I would much rather be at home, just helps them to make more thoughtful decisions, I think. If handled well, we shouldn't cast it up to them either. We need to, again, have the attitude going forth of, I'm investing in you. Mm -hmm. This is to build you up as a person and never as an expectation that we will get something in return for the investment we're putting in our kids. It's not what it's about at all. I think we do our kids a disservice if we expect them to perform or pursue or accomplish something specific for our own benefit. Because I have heard and seen that happen too. That's, that's not very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> no. How would you help the child who wants to do it all and who might pursue this lesson and then this lesson and then this lesson? How do you help them narrow it down to a specific goal or a specific passion? Yeah, it, it goes back to what time do you have? Well, first, what is God leading you? What do you feel God is wanting you to be involved in? Um, your schedule and time, because if you just dapple in little things here and there, you like it's okay to try different things, but if you really know that you're, there's a direction you want to spend more time in, you give that the priority, and then you could can just you know if you're doing piano is one thing, and then you want to do drums as well. Like they find out a different way to add that in in their free time. It usually we dwindles down as they get older, they get less and less time because there is a job added, there's driving, there's their social life. Um, so they end up having to pick um, more of a direction of what they're going for. I don't discourage them. I want them to be able to, usually those kids will just say yes, to everything like you're saying yes. <laughs> um but then you also have to teach them when to say no and be okay with that and give your priority to the things that you really want want to pursue and there's always next season mm -hmm. to try that other thing you want to do to see mm -hmm. if that is that is the thing yeah <laughs> and adulthood yes and adulthood you don't have to stop learning no right once you're an adult no there was such that mental block in my head. Having gone to public school, I thought my learning was done. I graduated that June and was like, cool, I have a break from learning. I yeah. can do life. And then obviously I started college and it was so compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. But it's life. Learning should be for life. Yeah. Pursuing dreams and passions should be for life because there's still so much more out there. I think it was P.T. Barnum who didn't start the circus life until his 60s. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, God could totally have 
some amazing stuff for you if you're willing to say what you talked about earlier of, hmm, I wonder if there's something here. Mm -hmm. I wonder if this is a possibility, if I could do this. Well, let's talk about fears and anxieties. And I'm going to give an example of my middle child joining your music drama dance class. (laughs) And there was, I knew she wanted to do it. As a mama, I knew this was an amazing direction for her. Mm -hmm. And I, at one point, had to tell her, do you trust me? Mm -hmm. And she had to make that choice of whether or not to trust me. Because I, we had talked about it, and she had said, yeah, you can sign me up for it. But then when I actually signed her up, so much fear and anxiety came Mm -hmm. and we really had to work through that yeah every practice every week the performance Mm -hmm. there was fear and anxiety working through that of I don't want to do this anymore I'm not cut out for this but then you see it is giving her so much life and it just fills her up and that was last semester this semester same thing dealing with those fears and anxieties and sometimes I think that when it is what God has called us to, mm-hmm. the enemy's going to do whatever he can to try and stop us. Absolutely. So what are, how do you help teens work through those fears and anxieties? Because you do work with a lot of teens mm-hmm. with Lighthouse Center for the Arts. What does that practically look like? Okay, so a big, big thing for me is giving them giving the student, the teen, a space, a safe space where they can come and express their gifts and talents. And when they, just in this last year of starting this program uh, and throughout the years of me teaching, I have found that when kids are put into, into a class, that have kids that are dealing with the same thing, uh, but they have these gifts and talents, like they pull it out of each other. They give them an opportunity to, I give them exercises. I give them opportunities to say, yes, okay, I'm gonna try this. When they try it and life comes out of them, that speaks way more than their fear and anxiety it's when we get into our own heads and like, oh, that I, I don't, I, the self-doubt and the self-talk and all of that. But when you give them, okay, well, why don't you try, try this? I'm going to give you this scenario. What's in you? And they can't help but not just come forward because it's so natural for them and they see others doing it. And then that sparks something in them. And I've seen it over and over within these teens that someone says one thing and it triggers someone else and it triggers someone else. And then all of a sudden we're all laughing really hard and their, their fears and anxieties just go, go to the wayside during class. Like I would never have known that your daughter struggled so much of not wanting to get to come to class because as soon as she jumped in that circle with us and we played these different exercises like she was so into it that I'm like what what's going on but it it is it's what what our thoughts and our are speaking to us and 
I am not one that I need to sit sit these kids down and give them a lecture or uh, tell them how to overcome fear and anxiety. I give them opportunities to step into using their skill, their their passions, their dreams, their gifts, that they can see for themselves what they have to offer. And then you just start to see them flourish. And I keep encouraging them, keep stepping through that door. It's going to get easier. The more and more that you say yes to the things that God has called you to and the gifts that you know, um, you're you're going to see something on the other side. Just keep keep trying. I'm going to keep putting things before you for you to have this opportunity. And before you know it, they're just like, this is my home. This is where <laughs> I'm supposed to be. This is these are my people. This, you know. And so I that's what I what I do with the teens in my class. Today's episode is sponsored by Lighthouse Center for the Arts, a Christian nonprofit that exists to train, disciple, and release students to use their creative gifts to honor God. Co-founded in the summer of 2022 by Nicole Anderson and Kristen Taylor, who had a vision to see God glorified through the creative arts. Lighthouse Center for the Arts holds weekly classes and summer camps that include a variety of learning opportunities in music, drama, dance, and instruments. Each semester and camp finishes with an amazing production. To learn more, go to lighthousecfa.org. It's awesome to see that freedom getting freedom life mm-hmm. beginning life and mm-hmm. it is contagious and they are becoming quite the little quite the little family yes <laughs> and when new when new kids join each time they are so welcoming like these kids are so amazing i learn from them every time and there's yeah new kids joining and i see the fear and anxiety of like stepping out but each time it's a little bit more and a little bit more and they see the fun that's being had, and um, I, I just love it. And they can, they're able to relate to one another. Yeah, I, I had to take anxiety gummies like every hour <laughs> uh, just to get through the show. I don't know if I can do it, but I did it, and I'm here again. And it just reassures the next child and the next child, and it's really cool. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's been fun to watch, for sure. Any final thoughts in regards to pursuing your dreams and passions? Maybe you can speak to the homeschooling mom and helping her Mm -hmm. to pursue her dreams and passions. Yeah. If your child sees you trying new things, and even if you fail or you're like, I can't do this this is too hard. I don't get it. Like seeing them. And that's not, I don't even look at that as failing. I see it as you're working through the process of, I really, I want to learn how to do this, or I want to learn how to do that, or I want to garden or can, or it's not easy. Like you got to, you, 
you got to get the materials, the things that you need. But if your child sees you trying new things, they're going to follow and they're going to see your the ups and downs and what it takes. But then when you succeed and you get something and you have a party and you celebrate, they're going to see, I'm going to be celebrated if I try something new or try go do something hard. Mm-hmm. So I will always, always continue to be the leader lead by example and your your child will see that and they they won't have that baggage of I can't do that I can't do this I can't do that I'm stuck I don't have that gift all the mental mess that goes with it and it's not meant to be easy sometimes I mean no it's work it is it's work it is. And that's okay. And that's, that's a good thing. God God <laughs> says that throughout the word. Like right. you it's the process it's the process and how you walk through it, how you get to the other side. Um and he gives us all these opportunities to to work through that and it's are we going to say say yes when he's like this door is for you. Thank you for joining us for part two of the pursuit of dreams and passions. I hope you were inspired and encouraged. If you have any questions, comments, or need some encouragement on your homeschooling journey, please reach out to hthspodcast at gmail.com.